Welcome to another enjoyable episode of the Reading Instruction Show. I am your genial host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Topic of today's podcast is Whole Language and Reading Workshop. Now, the Reading League, Emily Hanford, and Science of Reading Advocates claim that whole language and reading workshop and balanced literacy are the cause of the reading crisis. And by the way, there is no reading crisis. It's a reading crisis that isn't. National NAP reading test scores have been rising steadily since 1971. Today, they're about the same as they were 10 years ago. So this claim is kind of funny that there's a reading crisis coming from people who claim to be the science of something. It's funny because science does not use perceptions or I thinkisms and predetermined beliefs to come to conclusions about things. Real science uses valid, reliable data. It uses methods of science. And a method of science is a predetermined, established, systematic observation. So that's kind of funny. (laughs) The Reading League, Emily Hanford and the Science of Reading Advocates, also believe that they've isolated the variables causing the reading crisis that isn't. This too is kind of funny. (laughs) Because this process of coming to know something is the furthest thing you could imagine from real science. They use perceptions to isolate the variables. Now, perceptions are good if you're painting a picture or writing a poem, but not so good if you're trying to identify causal factors. The Reading League, Emily Hanford and Science of Reading Advocates, also believe that they have found the solution for the reading crisis that isn't. And that solution is more phonics, which again is hilarious. (laughs) Because in real science, one usually uses some type of comparative research to determine if something is effective or to determine if one thing is better than the other. But they haven't done this. So let's take a look at whole language. According to Science of Reading Advocates, whole language is supposed to be the factor that led to the great downfall in reading scores. But of course, if you ask them to define or describe whole language, they wouldn't know what to say. They don't know what it is. They just know it's bad and they're supposed to be against it. They'll even tell you that there's a reading war between phonics and whole language a reading war. And saying that sentence shows that the war is not between phonics and whole language, rather between ignorance and information. Because whole language includes very direct and very explicit teaching of phonics. It includes synthetic phonics, analytic phonics, large unit phonics, and an embedded phonics. Those things are all included in whole language. Now, whole language approaches to reading instruction look a bit different in every classroom. That's because it's not a method or a program. 
There's no recipes to follow or directions that must be adhered to with fidelity. Rather, it's an understanding that literacy, teaching, and learning are most effective when language is kept whole and meaningful instead of breaking it down into teeny tiny little reading subskills. We learn best from whole to part. We learn to read best within the context of reading good books. And we learn reading subskills best when they're found within the context of authentic reading and writing activities. But, they say, how do they read if they haven't been taught to read? They say, that's the question that is most often whined by the clowns who have been sent in to question whole language and reading workshop. And therein lies one of the great ununderstandings upon which the Science of Reading Foundation is built. Reading is not sounding out words. It's creating meaning with print. All children can read on their first day of kindergarten. Yes, they can. They may rely more on picture clues than letter clues, but they're able to use that book to create meaning. They can retell you the story. And we teach them letter sounds and letter patterns within the context of these good books and real writing activities. And this makes the skills they learn, the reading subskills, the teeny tiny reading subskills, less abstract, more concrete, more meaningful, and the whole thing is a lot more enjoyable. So we can see within this context, a reader, a reading teacher's number one job is to help children fall in love with books. After that, 98.97% of all reading instruction is taken care of. Now, I am going to describe to you one whole language approach called Reading Workshop. And this is something that Emily and the Reading League seem to equate with the work of Satan. So let me describe exactly what it is. Now, Reading Workshop is an approach, as I said, that falls within the parameters of whole language. And when you first hear about it, it may seem more complicated because you don't have the background information or knowledge. But once you understand the process and see the structure of Reading Workshop, it's a lot easier and more effective to implement than a basal approach or a standard traditional approach to reading instruction. It is more effective, it's multi-level, and it can be individualized to meet the specific needs and interests of your students. And reading workshop is not a method with step-by-step -step procedures that must be followed like a recipe. It's an approach to reading instruction based on research and research-based theory related to how humans learn literacy. Now, again, it's not a standardized approach or method. In reading workshop, what you would see, the behaviors you would see, would be based on the teacher, the students, the age, their level, their interests. What works with one class doesn't always work with another. One size of reading instruction does not fit all. Thus, in each teacher's classroom, you might see different things. Reading workshop is structured, it's planned, and there's very, very direct and very, very explicit instruction 
based on students' individual needs. And it's strongly research-based using real science, not that fake stuff, based on how real human beings learn. So during a 40 to 90 minute session, you might see some or all of these things. First, there would be independent reading. Absolutely, yes, students select and read books of their choice. This is at the heart of reading workshop, and it's only one part. But if you want to get better at something, you need to practice. That means that classrooms need lots of books in them, lots of good, good books. And ideally, these books are at students' independent level or below. Reading practice. If you want to get good at something, you have to practice. Just like wrestling practice or football practice or choir practice, you have to practice doing the things. There would be, number two, a literacy log. There's usually a literacy log of some sort, and this is simply a notebook where students are able to respond to aspects of what they've read. Oftentimes, the teacher will put a prompt on the board before reading so that students can think about the prompt and read with meaningful intent. This could be something like describe an interesting character, describe where the story took place, identify two interesting or important events, record an interesting or important word, tell what you think it means, find and record words with a long A sound. You're limited only but your, by your imagination, but students are reading and they're writing and the reading and writing connection has been firmly established. One impacts the other. And the reading log is used to respond. It's not used as a book report to see if they're reading, to catch them. We trust students to read. And if we have good books, of course they're going to read. That's why it's important for them to have good books. We don't have to test them to make sure they read or test them to make sure they comprehend everything they read. There are places to assess comprehension and other things. But it should be like taking soil samples, bits and pieces here and there. We don't assess everything students do for goodness sakes. All right, independent reading, number two, literacy log. Number three, whole class mini lessons. Yes, there are whole class mini lessons. Mini, by the way, means small. <laughs> mini lessons using very direct and very explicit instruction to teach phonics or letter sounds among other things. And as recommended by the National Reading Panel, a variety of phonics instruction would be included. Synthetic, embedded, large unit, phonics by spelling. And many lessons would also be used to teach comprehension skills and word identification skills and vocabulary or grammar or spelling. Many, that means anywhere from two to 10 minutes or longer. And these skills could be based on a suggested scope and sequence. But students are your best scope and sequence chart. So the skills you use for many lessons could also be based on what you are seeing, what the teacher sees, what the students need. That's a very direct instruction because what you're teaching is directly related to what students are doing, not to some abstract scope and sequence chart put together by some greasy guy in New York who doesn't know your students. That's indirect instruction. We like direct instruction. All right, 
We've got independent reading, literacy log, whole class mini lesson. Number four, targeted mini lessons. These are small, flexible, small group or individual mini lessons. Students who are struggling with this skill might need to be called up front to the table to work on one targeted skill related to a letter, sound, or pattern, vocabulary, fluency, comprehension. More advanced students might be called up for more advanced reading skills. These are flexible groups. As you see and observe your students needing something, you teach what they need. All right, conferences, and there are several types of reading conferences. This is where the teacher talks to the reader about what they're reading, listens to them read, sets goals for the types of books to read, and listens to how they respond. And the teacher takes notes as he or she is listening. You can also have small group conferences, drive-by conferences. All the while, the teacher is taking notes, anecdotal notes, noting down, recording what they see. Students talking, structured conversations, you should also see this. They are, uh, conversation is important for language development. It is related to vocabulary, reading fluency, and, and comprehension. Structured conversations around books would take place in a whole class setting in small groups and in pairs, but students would be talking. And authentic assessment. And there are a variety of problems with standardized tests. Of course, they don't reflect real reading. They're a single snapshot in time. They're culturally biased. And they're designed to measure only that which can be measured. They are inauthentic and indirect measures. Reading Workshop uses some form of portfolio assessment to show growth over time. Authentic. And a variety of types of assessment are included here. A miscue analysis, running record story, retelling charts, close words per minute rates, book talks, student self-assessment, more authentic types of assessment. So, to sum it up, if you think reading is just sounding out words and reading class should just be a bunch of sounding out word instruction, you're not going to understand what's going on in reading workshop. But just because you don't understand the thing does not mean the thing is not effective. If you focus on sounding out word instruction like the science of reading advocates want us to do, yes, you're going to get small blips on sounding out word tests, but do these results transfer to real reading situations? They do not. We're not preparing our students to exist in a school world. We're not preparing them to sound out words. Our goal is to help students, each one, develop their full literacy potential and to be able to use literacy for real-world endeavors in a real world. To this end, we want students to be able to create meaning with print and use print to create meaning. This has been the Reading Instruction Show. I am your host, Dr. Andy Johnson.